0: hey carl here we have got an episode of reggae coast for you this evening um this is number 46 Theraval at the praying mantis casino and you know as you know Theraval will get up to his um actually i don't think we've ever seen Theraval get into exactly this type of trouble before but um Listen to the episode. You'll find out what um, what our lovable, or not-so-lovable rogue um, does. All right. I was going to make DJ sing a song, but uh, maybe I won't.
1: <laughs> it's probably better for everyone if I don't.
0: Yeah, if, if your singing would be much better than mine, and, and that particular song I might just sing along with you, so it would probably ruin everything. The mystery question at the end of the podcast will be what song were they referencing at the beginning? Um, well, no, all all right, right. we are going to, yeah, <laughs> we're going to do a little bit of DD tonight. I'm Carl, I'm going to be DMing. And we will have Andy actually start off reading us the recap, and then we will go around and introduce our four players and characters, and then get the adventure started. So, um, and then I, of course, didn't check in with Andy to see if he had the recap ready to read. He does. All
2: right, you're on, sir. Recap of episode 45, Gold, and Huff, Blacksmith and Armorer. Crenshaw, Fence, and Theraval talk with Ruta Goldbraid, the blacksmith. Fence wants the magic of his spear increased, and Crenshaw wants information. Both get what they're looking for. Our heroes then move next door to Ruta's cousin's shop, Sophia Huff, the armorer. Crenshaw and Theraval want better armor, Crenshaw wants fire resistance, and Theraval wants his glamor armor to be more protective. Theraval is also his usual charming self, and for whatever reason, Sophia seems to have fallen for him. 9 p.m. at the Rusty Nail is agreed upon as a rendezvous. Mouse, field mouse, and Clarin go in mouse and insect form to watch the eastern gate of the inner keep. They learn about the watch, its comings and goings, and the changing of the guard at the gate. Crenshaw explores South Market and gains intelligence about the attitudes towards the new Duchess. Fence does the same at the docks and the shore. Theraval goes to the praying mantis and gambles. He wins twenty-four gold pieces. Theraval has also been trying to learn things from the guards and others he has been gambling with all afternoon.
0: Excellent, all right. Well, thank you for the recap, what we did last time over in Don, in the, the dukedom of Iskdan. And why don't we go to um, DJ to start off character introductions.
1: I am DJ, and tonight we will be uh, wasting the night away with Crenshaw Jones, the Sorcerer Level 8, Warlock Level 2, mostly serving as an investigator, trying to dig up information on the new Duchess. Now I will pass it off to Andy.
2: My name is Andy. I'll be playing Fence the Monk, Fence is a 10th level hand of mercy monk who is armed with a magical spear most of the time. And uh, as someone alluded to last week, he's uh, eager to get to what we'll call uh, revenge for uh, the evils that have been visited upon uh, members of his party. Uh, with that I'll popcorn this over to Kevin.
3: Hi, my name's Kevin. I'll be playing Therval Fantastical, a level 10 Eladrin Arcane Trickster, together with his uh, Twig his familiar uh Twig Blight Aspen. Kutcher uh, still need to find Aspen a little mount or something. But uh today I'm, ex- I'm very excited to uh, to hopefully find out more about the guards rotations. And maybe if we're lucky, pick off one of uh Scarlet's uh Antwerp's like uh cronies, uh, who we met at the, the dungeons. And let me throw it over to Janae.
4: All right, I'm Janae. I'm playing Clarence Stil Clobin, excuse me, a level five fighter, level five druid. Um back in our hometown, having a real weird time trying to stay undercover scoping out the scene, ready for, I have been. I feel like I've just been ready for revenge for like at least 10 episodes now, but like still, still there. <laughs> it's still happening. The fire is still burning. And that's everyone. Oh, and we have our NPCs, I guess, to introduce.
0: Uh, of course, yeah. Um, our lovable NPC, Mouse Field Mouse, fifth level wizard, fifth level druid, who is currently in... Mouse farm along with the um were you a praying mantis or just an insect of some type? I can't remember what Claren turned into.
4: I was a spider.
0: Spider, that's right. Okay. Praying mantis was only the the name of the the inn bar where um where Theraval was.
4: Yes, yes. Excellent.
0: Well, if you all are over in roll 20, you can now see the the map of the city of Don. And I don't know if there are any questions or comments or insights, or I sort of feel like the party ought to think about like strategically what you all want to do, although certainly like the the most pressing thing was probably over in the praying mantis the way we ended it last time., um, we, uh, uh, Kevin rolled and Theraval got 24 gold pieces, but we really didn't have a time to do like any RP over in the Praying Mantis. Mm-hmm. And so I'm happy to dive into that scene, but I also feel like, you know, maybe any expansion on the little bits of things that were said in the recap in terms of like what Fence noticed up in the shore and the docks area or what Crenshaw noticed down in South Market or what um, Claren and Mouse noticed over at the East Gate, like any, you know, bits of that might help the setting. And then we certainly probably dive into action at the praying mantis. And then we're probably, I don't know, the next like scene feels like the the rendezvous at the at the rusty nail, which is which is Sophia and um Theravall, but I think is also the rest of the party. So it's a weird semi-romantic get together with all your good friends except Mouse Field Mouse. So I don't quite know how that's gonna play out, but openings around the city, um events that people, you know, your own versions, I guess, of recaps or important details that you, I know you, well, actually you guys can share them sort of with each other given rings and other magical powers. So I don't know, any other details or do we just dive straight into action at the praying mantis?
2: One question that Fence has is um, how many, is this still our first day? And we've got a number of days yet uh, before Fence can be reunited with his improved spear as it's being uh worked on. Uh so A, I want to be reminded of the chronology and then B, just remind everyone that um, Fence is ready to um use his fists, but uh he has certain disadvantages when going up against big bats.
0: yeah Yeah, and in fact you all while while time has passed in the real world since we played last um you all are still 6 p.m ish um in the evening of the day that you dropped off your weapons to be magic and armor to be magic so literally you're within like probably not even six full hours, you know, like four or five hours since you dropped those off. So you certainly have, yeah, time, time to kill, unfortunately, unfortunately.
2: All right.
4: Yeah, I think we could probably, I mean, my thing is we were still divided, right? Because Mouse and I have still been kind of doing our watch. Maybe, ed- maybe we kind of completed most of that so we have some sense of the calendar. But I wasn't sure if there was more spying, observing Mouse and I could do while we were still sort of an animal form that we should take advantage of before we regroup.
3: I, I think I wanted to before, like, uh, doing any more gambling and uh, before 9 p.m., Making sure I had a room at the praying mantis and one ideally that has a view of the gate uh, of that little moat that you see on the southwest entrance to the uh, Okay, uh, I'll pay whatever fee <laughs> to the to the owner or uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'll do what I
0: have to do to get into that room. <laughs> All right, let um. Yeah, let me flip over to the map where you all are and Kevin, do you want to just indicate really quickly on the map the place where you're you're hoping for said room?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for one that faces like this way. Can you see the arrow? Yeah, I can see the arrow absolutely. Yeah. And with, it's a large building, so I'll pay for the penthouse suite or the the president's suite to get that kind of view Uh,
0: do you want to be so the question is that square area like the thing is shaped sort of like a a c although turned facing Uh down um and that large square that you see in the center that actually goes up to um is four stories tall and then the rest of it the rest of the c looking thing is is actually two stories tall and there are rooms um so the downstairs is basically all a large set of like interconnecting um rooms some of them bars some of them um you know gambling places for either playing cards or roulette or um or darts. so a variety of game rooms downstairs and then the second floor above that is also mostly rooms Um, Do you want to be on the second floor, like in the southeast corner, or do you want to be up third, fourth floor when you say penthouse that's fourth floor in the center and from the fourth floor those buildings to the east of you are all one or two stories tall. Um, Yeah, we want that
3: fourth floor where we can uh, look down on the the roof of the second floor
0: and over the other buildings. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, So let's go, I'm gonna roll 2d20 just for fun. And we're saying gold pieces. That seems like a lot for a room. Electrum pieces. Um, I did not roll super high. Um, You were able to convince the the innkeep. It's a slow time. Ten electrum pieces, and oh. you're in the uh, yeah. That's not bad. You're in the penthouse for for the evening. Yeah, let's do it. At I, night. Yeah. No. Good. Good deal. Once again, I should have made you roll a charisma check or something, but DM's mistake. Look this face. Come on. Oh man. Banish. All right, um, I'm
4: gonna grab some dice.
0: Yeah, anything, um, so before we go in and I actually have a, not a super detailed map, but a little view of the other Denzians of the praying mantis when when you're in there downstairs um, that I can zoom in on. But I wondered if DJ or Andy, if Crenshaw or Fence had anything that you wanted to add in terms of sort of the meta recap stuff that we wanted to think about?
2: Fence is interested in presenting information that he's gathered to the entire party. He assumes that uh, he's been in touch uh, telepathically with Crenshaw this entire time.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Fence and Crenshaw have been in touch through their rings and sort of quietly comparing notes when they, when they have a moment. Um, I have been, for the first 10 or 15 minutes, uh, we were telepathically in touch with um, the bug. Claren. With Claren, yes, with bug Claren. And, uh, and then that faded. Um, and so I think Crenshaw got a lot of information last time and we'll share that when we all get together and so when the time comes he will stop taking notes and head up from Soma into uh, sort of yeah he's sort of down in Soma where all the good leather uh, shops are and then is headed north to our meetup okay wait are,
3: are, aren't y'all meeting up at the praying mantis or
0: yeah we will
1: oh. we'll head over to the praying mantis when uh when the time comes
0: Oh, uh, getting the meetup sorted out. All right. Let's, Before while everyone else is heading over there, let's go over to the Praying Mantis at, with Theraval and Aspen and a number of folks um, sitting around tables. There's been some gambling going on in this room, um, but now we need. There of all to have conversations with any of these um, lovely folks who are sitting around. I don't know who you want to go chit chat with. Oh yeah. Uh, so can we describe? Can we
3: look around the room and like uh, it looks like there's one table on the east side that's full of guards.
0: Yeah, so there's a number of guards who've come in um, here there is a table that is just guards, there is over here like on the eastern wall which is not drawn would be a, a dartboard. board. Um, The guards, those four that are around that table to the east are sitting around drinking, it looks like. Um, I think Theraval has been wandering around into a couple of the different rooms. Um, I mean, that's probably where you've picked up your 24 gold pieces already. So successful gambling when you wander into this room and you're like, oh, there are city guards. There's a table down here to the Southeast. It looks like there are three folks there. One guy with sort of a fedora, one city guard and another dwarf smoking a pipe. And they are playing, it looks like some type of poker. And then this larger table, which is at the moment empty, except for a single guard sitting there, although you could fit, you know, a good eight people or so around it. He's sitting there and he's talking with a bard maid who is a tiefling with sort of pinkish hair and these sheep horns that like definitely curl like around her her ears. Um, And then you have the the barkeep who is behind the the bar. And that is the wrong token for him. Um, This gentleman is not a little dwarf. Um, That'll be the dwarf over at the Rusty Nail. But this is sort of a big gentleman, um, probably six and a half feet tall, um, you know, super bulking forearms. Got it. And uh, is
3: anyone gambling? Uh, or is it or is it, what, what's everyone doing at this time?
0: Yes. So the four guards on the table to the east are sitting around drinking. It looks like they may have been getting up and playing darts over. Over here at the the dart board, um, but just at the moment that you walk in, they're all sort of sitting around um, drinking, but you see darts on the table um this set is a folks are playing some form of poker and this person is just ordering a drink from the barmaid he actually has three um empty beer glasses like sitting on the table in front of him and it looks like he is ordering another one from her right as you all walk into the room
3: oh okay um i'm gonna act a little racist here but what race is that dude
0: um so all the guards are human
3: okay got it um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna approach um the let's go for the uh the solo guy down here and Uh and uh i
0: which 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 way is the doors ah doors. yeah 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 so you walked in like to the to the northwest let me
3: i'd like to have like aspen post-century up by the doors.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, let me uh, draw. Well, it's going to look remarkably like uh, like a small bar, but for the moment that'll do.
3: Uh, okay, and we'll have uh, Aspen post up by the door just in case anyone is <laughs> coming in or out.
0: <laughs> gotcha.
3: Um. Yeah, uh, and, like, I, I'm hoping that, like, Aspen can, like, I don't know, tap the floor or something or just, like, let me know psychically <laughs> <laughs> if anything's coming. Um, but, yeah, I, I just want to pro- uh, approach a uh, human bro here and okay. uh, gotcha. say, it, like, hey, buddy, you having a good time?
0: Uh, yeah, so as as you do that, the, the tiefling is like, of course he's having a good time. He's drinking it up. And then she sort of walks past you, heading back up towards the bar. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a great time. You going to buy me another round? Like yeah. I said, he's got three empties in front of him and he's on his fourth. Um, he's sort of got dark circles under his eyes. And it, while he's telling you he's having a good time, that's not the vibe you get.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I'm. I, I'm completely misreading this, and I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna yell over
0: at the barmaid. Two more. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So she comes back, and she's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And um, he's not even done with the other one that she just brought in, but um, she's back there fairly quickly, happy to set them down, and then she is heading, heading away again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I'm
3: gonna pull up a, a chair next to uh, broski. Sure, call you broski.
0: Uh, no, you just bought me a drink. You can call me almost anything you want. Cheers. Uh, and he he lifts his he lifts one drink. He looks, he's got both of them. He like, Yeah, cheers. I'm yeah. <laughs> And very good to meet me you. Down. Now I got I got two That's half hard. beers. Now I'm now I am feeling better. <laughs> You're calling me broski What am I calling you? Terry because it's very Good to meet you, very Thery. All right, Terry You know what? I think we got to go over and take them. They're trying to play darts, and they're shit. They're absolute shite. They're playing darts over there. All right. All I right. think Terry you and I could take them. What do you yeah. say?
3: Yeah, let's do it.
0: 2v2? Let's do it. Yeah. You want? You got to talk to them. They don't like talking to me anymore. They're shite. Absolutely. Okay. Um,
3: I don't... I'm going to go over and take a dart off the board. Okay. I'm going to yeah. throw it on their table.
0: Uh, all right. So they sort started, of started turned and uh, you pull it and you throw it onto their table.
3: And I'm just going to say, Broski says you're good at darts. <laughs> Is the, y'all want to do a match? 2v2?
0: Put some oh, money two. on it? Only if you're putting money on it. Yeah. All uh, right.
3: Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm following your lead here. Whoa, what are, what you, what do we want to put down? Are you asking Broski? are you yeah. asking the guy who's... Do what? Uh, I'll ask... Uh, I'll ask uh, the table here.
4: That seems wiser. Yeah,
3: I'm not asking broski.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you look, you look, uh like a fairly um, glamorous, well dressed gentleman. Um, what do you Give say? The first round, we wager a gold piece on it. Yeah,
3: sure. All right, let's go. I, I have every intent of letting them win.
0: Okay um so let's see if they're they're sort of heading over here these two gentlemen who are closest are playing let's um let's roll 2d20 you can roll for broski and yourself okay. um, if you want to throw it you can certainly do that i would just say modified by
2: dexterity and we're going to see who ends up doing okay. better well they've been drinking with his incredible dexterity, he could probably throw it in such a way that he could keep it close. Plus, he's not drunk. Yeah, I right?
3: so I got a nat 20 on a 9, so and plus 5 is a total of 34 on a 2D20.
0: Oh, okay. Well, they rolled a 6 and a 9, so um, they have a total of 15. This might be a little bit hard <laughs> to throw. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, you
3: know, I, I want to pretend like my wrist is hurt or something, and I'm like I'm just warming up. But uh, uh... I, I do want it like, uh, uh, like Andy said, to make it look
0: like it's close. Well, so okay, so uh, they've got fifteen. Um, you rolled. I'm going to say the nat twenty is theravols, so you could place that anywhere. So if you want to count that as a one. I'll let you count that as a one because I like all is like wherever you want to throw it. So you're not throwing it at the bullseye, you're throwing it at, you know, like a one or like the end of it. So you can count that as a one. What did what did Broski get though? Uh Broski, he got a nine. A nine. So a nine and a one would give you um would give you 10 to their 15. mm hmm mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, Um, uh, man, you're more shite than they are. It's a good thing you brought me a beer. I hope (laughs) you got the gold piece to pay them.
3: Yeah, yeah. Who am I paying between the two of them?
0: (laughs) You're you're paying Sean over there. Don't pay Odom. He'll just take the money and spend it on something. Sean's like, yeah, you want to play again? Yeah, I'm just warming up. All right, let's do it. We that was not my best throw, but we were better than you. Wait, wait,
3: wait. Uh w- one gold piece was uh I don't know. That 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 wasn't a lot. Can we uh can we do it? We're just warming up here. Wanna put more down? Sure. You go you want to double? Uh yeah, let's
0: let's double it to 10. Uh oh, gosh. That's a lot more than double in it. Uh, why don't we do five? Because. Yeah, sure thing. I'm following oh, your lead. Good. Yum. Thank you.
4: Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, cake delivery.
0: I know, cake delivery. I know. I and made it,
4: pumpkin cheesecake.
0: It's delicious pumpkin oh. cheesecake. Wow. looks
4: oh wow.
0: really good. I know. I you me. guys got to come play in person. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I want some.
3: But five and loser buys.
0: <laughs> uh next round. Five and loser buys. All right, let's do it. All big right. roll, big roll, big roll, big throws. Oh, all right. Um, they are at 17 and 10. So that is 27.
3: 27. All right. I got a 12 and a nine plus five,
0: so that's 26. Ooh, all right even once again this time it's close like and they started like getting into it i mean they rolled they definitely threw much better this time but it's like it's close but they edge you out by by about a point and they're like yeah all right and the tiefling has come back over here and she's like all right you're paying for another round then and they're with their buds at the table. So you're you're on for six drinks here, my friend.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh oh gosh, what darling. are they
4: angling at? <laughs> are
3: are they are, are Odin and Sean drinking? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I certainly and they're they are happy with their winnings. They're sort of moving back to their table to sit down. Um And they are doing so where, like, there's room, like, if you would want to join them over there. I mean, they're sort of like,
2: oh, that was a great
0: game. Oh, man, did you see that last throw? That was so cool.
3: Yeah, I just want to have fun with them tonight. (laughs) And uh, maybe we get another match going later when uh, uh, Sophia comes to actually impress her.
0: Oh, there There's you! you. I thought you were meeting her at
4: the rusty nail, though.
3: Oh shoot! Did I have oh. a location? Did I miss something? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, you're not at the
4: rusty nail. You're at the praying mantis. No,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong place, my friend. Oh man, okay.
3: Uh,
4: just' the total her... comedy
3: of errors. Oh no! Can you believe this? Plus, <laughs> we're not
4: You can move the party Wait. over.
3: Yeah, yeah. To,
4: like. You know, it was a cool spot—the rusty nail. Yeah.
2: You get any information out of these guards that you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, at this point, I just
3: want to like join them, in okay. this and just start enjoying out just buy them as many alcohols as can you as I can. and use sleight of hand to avoid drinking myself.
4: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Yeah. So they are they are sitting there drinking it up. Um... And I'm trying to give Broski a name here. And then I realize I have to do this where you can see it. There we go. But Broski actually goes and sits over by himself like after the game, like you you get caught up with the the other guards here with Sean and Odom and everybody. And poor Broski has like gone over and is just back sitting by himself. Yeah, anything, I don't know. So you all sit and remember, you've been here most of the afternoon. So you're easily able to spend three, four hours. It's getting um, close to the the rendezvous time. And I think what was planned is that you guys were meeting at the Praying Mantis at six and then you were heading over to the Rusty Nail at nine. Um, So I... should. Well go ahead, Theraval. Anything Let's else you want to from- do this afternoon before I drop um other uh, other I, I want I want to convince
3: the squad that they
0: like we need to go uh,
3: go on a crawl. <laughs> you know, rusty nail next. And uh find out when they're a- any kind of work gossip they can like shop talk that they're gonna drop. Yeah.
0: So um Interesting note here. There, so the the shop talk that you're able to get is definitely a sense that there is different like layers within the guards. Um, there's a whole new set of like commanders things have really changed in the last two or so years. And like the, they call them the saw, the saw blades are in and like, they keep everybody in order and these poor guys have to go off and drink just to like get out from under the thumbs of their bosses. And, um, but so there are certainly officers, um, in the guard core and they seem like they are relatively newer. Definitely Sean and Odom are not um, members of the, of the saw blades. So you get that um, you also get, when you suggest growing on a club uh, a pub crawl, there is definitely enthusiasm. Although when you say the rusty nail, there's, hesitancy and the hesitancy sort of comes out slowly um you know you're hitting sean up like well why not and he's like well it's it, it's over in the shore and um i don't know if the four of us going to the shore is necessarily the the best idea but you know um theory, if you think it's a good idea it's drinks you know what well, we got it and if those punks cause any trouble up there we can take them
3: yeah so those, like I mean that that all like we're staying there the whole night I mean we can go we can go anywhere I, yeah. I did not know if you guys were like 21 ing or anything you know like hit up 21 places in 21 hours or um, I don't know seven,
2: just like just let's just do it. Have twenty one places because you know we we've canvassed it. I don't know that we've seen twenty one bars.
3: I guess they don't. Man, they need to do yeah, more. There's rooms.
0: probably a good number, you know, little number of hidden spots there. Um, right. But Sean and Odom are deaf. Are are up for going, but a little. You know, it's like cops going to a biker bar. Is the is the vibe that you get. So they're they're down I mean they they got theory and they and they're drinking, and they'll they'll go with you if if that's what is gonna be happening later in the evening,
3: okay um, uh, we're gonna get we're gonna pretend to be even drunker and invite broski and this other table who we haven't met yet too
0: Oh, so going over for one more table um
4: wow whole entourage all right
0: we can do that um and i want to check here Claren. are you in field mouse um coming over to the um the praying mantis at six o'clock also
4: i think we were gonna do watch all night because we we're gonna try to get the whole cycle through because all we've done so far according to my notes is kind of check the late afternoon schedule yeah you're going to take watch throughout the night to get a sense of the best times to strike so um i think that that was part of um Theraval's motivation to have his rendezvous with the rusty nails he knew that mouse and i would be otherwise predisposed
0: gotcha okay so 6 p.m comes along and crenshaw and fence you all show up it's probably more like 620 630 645 by the time you've made your way through all the different rooms in the praying mantis and you enter this bar started of down along the southeast side oh and you see aspen uh, kutcher like you open the door and aspen kutcher is like saying like, hey uh Theraval, well, actually, he, he's like signing away and um, he's like, um well, he's he's, uh, well, he's Theraval. And he points over there and um, Kevin, which other table has Theraval gone to at this point?
3: You know, I'm about to go to this guy with fedora hat mm. and uh, slap him on the shoulder and say, hey, we're moving over. Y'all want to come to bounce to the next place? Oh <laughs> uh,
0: what? What are you suggesting, my friend? And he sort of puts Amazing. down his cards and he turns. And I mean, you can't see—you can't see his eyes. He's got this fedora. He's also uh, tiefling, like the the barkeep, although much smaller horns. And he turns, and it's this sort of—he's like.
3: What are you suggesting? Well, we got a group of us. It was uh uh Odin, Sean, Broski, and we're all heading over to the Rusty Nail to get to uh get the momentum going. You're
0: taking the city watch over to the rusty nail. Um yeah, Jarl, and um, and William and I will come along with you. I wouldn't miss that for the world. William,
3: a point is this: William is it the dwarf.
0: Ah, uh, no, no, that's Jarl. That uh, no. uh, that's Jarl, and William is a, oh, an right. upstanding citizen. uh one of the one of the town guard. Thank you for your service. Um. And I'm Thierry,
3: and you are?
4: They
0: call me Dealmaker. Dealmaker. Yeah. We're going to have a blast. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I I wouldn't miss it. Um, Do you want to take, I think Sharp gets off here pretty soon from, um, from being barmaid. You ought to ask her to come along. She knows the shore better than anybody.
3: Yeah, at this point, everyone's invited, so.
0: (laughs) The barkeep, you guys are all, so Fence and Crenshaw have come in, the whole, everybody is leaving. Um, Crenshaw, you look over at the barkeep, and he's, um, he's standing there behind the bar, like, Theraval's leading everybody out, like the Pied Piper, and he's just like glaring, and even the even the barmaid's like, well, my my shift is over. See ya, and drops her drops her apron. Um, so everyone seems pretty happy with Theraval, except for the the
1: barkeep. Telepathy, Theraval, what's happening right now? <laughs> uh,
3: we're having a great time. Feel free to chat up any of these fine fellows. <laughs> or detect thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> I, I
1: am. I need a little more information. Where are we going?
3: We're going to the rusty nail, I think. It was Sean's idea. <laughs> uh, um,
1: cool. Yeah. Subtle spell, detect thoughts. Um, who looks dubious? You well, said I... someone looked dubious of this plan.
0: Um, Dubious of this plan. Um... Well, so Dealmaker looked, you saw Theraval coming up and Dealmaker was like "Click, quick to put his cards down and at first was like who the fuck is this? Like why is he talking to me? And then once he heard like what Theraval was proposing um, he just was interested. Um, if anyone seemed dubious it's probably the little dwarf Yarl. Um,
1: and that's what I got. Okay. Uh, subtle spell of the tech thoughts, Yarl. I want to know why Yarl is dubious. Uh, we want to know why Yarl is dubious and what we can push on if this is going to cause trouble.
0: Yeah. Um And why are you picking on the word dubious? I mean, I definitely want to give you info and tell you Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: about this, but I'm just trying to figure.
1: There are people who thought this was a good idea. And there are people in the crowd who think it's not a great idea. And if they have doubts or suspicions about ways this could go wrong, that's useful knowledge. The people who are just drunk and in, into a pub crawl, uh, the sort of they're not useful to us, but the people who suspect that this could go badly.
3: Okay, I'll be honest tel- telepathically speaking is I really just wanted a squad that might impress Sophia for when we're over at the Rusty Nail and, uh, I don't know. Some dudes in armor, or the whole go- town guard, thought that would be cool.
1: They seem mm-hmm. like the guys do at this other table.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Sure, there oh, might be some is, shit, but
1: yeah, Tharabal, this is a great idea. No notes. Does he believe? Does he mean that? Does Crenshaw mean that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Well, um you know, I feel like we're bringing droids into that canteen in most I, and that uh, a fight's going to result. So you know that that'll <laughs> be fun. It seems to me that one of our goals is to foment uh, unrest in general in town and uh, this might also help to uh, achieve that plan.
1: Exactly. Crenshaw is in no way interested in getting in Therapball's way. <laughs> Therappol. Crenshaw has learned to accept Therabol as an agent of chaos and to ride the waves of chaos.
0: Yeah, I'm randomly stacking the um, the order of people who are going into the rusty nail. So we're just gonna reformat the the bar here and you'll have a door on the south side. We'll, we'll look at the map here to get this, but if you wanna intersperse yourselves with this group, that is heading to the Rusty Nail, you can do that. I would think um, that seems about right. And I need to get a few more folks around. And now my barkeep is the the right person there. Oh, those are not the tokens that I want.
2: The um... fence is going along. He's trying to uh, mostly stay in the shadows rather than in the middle of the fray. Uh, but he's also uh, keeping an eye on, on Theraval. I think he's got more healing powers than anyone else in the party, and he may have to use them. So uh, he's he's got his key ready.
0: Excellent. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Excellent. Let me give. I have a few, these are not giant dwarfs here, but let's get the inside folks set. Oh, that's a sort of a distortion. Um, It's a tall dwarf. It's a very tall dwarf. Yeah, we need, need a few folks set around inside here. And a few we can just do generic dwarves. All right. Any nifty conversation while the DM fills out the the room with with NPCs for you all to see. Oh, Crenshaw, I need you, DJ, I need you to put Crenshaw somewhere in the the south part. and I have got to grab a couple other characters here. Um, oh, all right, I was I was saving illness.
1: Oh. okay some things are happening along the way because it's a long walk yes it is, yes and explain these things Uh, so that we don't have one is that Crenshaw wants to read Jarl's mind and know uh, he's doing some really light mind reading if Jarl is worried about this at all then uh, Crenshaw wants to know why and once I know that, I can use it. But I DJ don't know why he's worried. Or no, that's not true. I do know Crenshaw doesn't. And I'm trying not to mitigate.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair enough. So
1: um Yarl
0: is um do you have you don't have to do a roll or anything here to
1: re read Yarl's <laughs> mind. Not uh, the surface thoughts. He can save later if I try to go deeper.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, so Yarl's thinking on the surface at least, and uh, f- to do this, I'm gonna just move you guys over to the, the city map here for just a moment here. So if we're looking at the city map and we're thinking about the journey that you all are taking and stay just on the, the Western side of town, but if we're looking like ruler wise, you all are sort of going, you know, this direction. And then let me see if I can get it. No, uh, there was, there's some way where you can drop it. Pin. In any case, you, you're heading up the street this way, and then you're cutting through. And like, as you're going through the gates, it's almost like you're going out of, the city like the guards here um are as much as the guards over here by by the main town entrance and then as you go into the shore and you're moving along the street like this way and then over here part past Bardo's dry goods and beans like the um the citizens like folks are looking at the guys in their guard uniform and not welcoming the town guard and the thoughts that you're getting in Jarl's mind are um he's just waiting to see the first person who gets kicked or stabbed He's like if this doesn't happen out here it's certainly gonna happen when we enter the rusty nail. And so you're crossing the bridge over the over the little creek, like waters flowing under it. And you are definitely in the rough part of town. Does that give you a sense of what Jarl is thinking? Like, he's like, shit's gonna go down. I wanna see it. I don't want to be involved in it, and perhaps you're also seeing Jarl slowly like separate himself and blend in with the you know the halflings and gnomes and the human densians of the um of the shore, as opposed to the people from Tra or um, Laban's Round
1: or other other areas. Okay, so that gets me, me to Crenshaw's actual plan. Which is, as the part, as the group is moving through the tougher areas of town. Yeah. Crenshaw will occasionally step aside. He's looking, especially for groups of sort of tough looking dwarves who are eyeing this procession warily, angrily, suspiciously. So. If you want me to roll something to find that. But I'm also still keeping detect thoughts. So we can he can spread out and see if there's any dwarves who are swearing and dwarven in their minds at the guards. Yeah, you're you're certainly able
0: to um, you know, I would say you actually. There's some grumbling of the dwarves. You pick up this little halfling, gosh, must almost, she might not be more than 15 or so, but she is like, the anger is like boiling in her when she sees the guards go by. And she is certainly like, as you guys go over the bridge, over the creek, she like pulls away from a shadow and is distinctly following you all. Like she is like Crenshaw, you're able to pick up, Mm -hmm. maybe not clear, like it's weird, her mind is really slippery. So you don't know what her intentions are, but there is this overwhelming, like gut churning anger and fury there And if there's any thought that's screaming out, it's revenge. It's like,
1: from this little Kathleen's mind. I love it. And I'm going to keep an eye on her. Um, At some point, I'm looking for that group of dwarves. And it's particularly dwarves that I'm looking for. And when that happens, because it seems like it will happen, that there will be that group of dwarves, Frenshaw is going to say... is going to cast Message. So drop back a little bit, surreptitiously cast Message. And in Dwarven, to one of the so that one of the dwarves hears it and sounds like it's being whispered from around a corner Uh uh-huh they're going to rough up the rusty name get the boys okay nice and then Crenshaw's gonna dip back and keep an eye on that halfling Uh because we might need her later Sure.
0: Um, Very good here. And you all will notice it looks like a tiefling, but it's really a halfling is the, is this little character. And she is way at the back, but I will put her over that direction. Um, Yeah, so you all are now uh, approaching the Rusty Nail. It's probably, you know, by the time you got this whole group moving along, you're not there at 9 o'clock. It's probably almost 10 o'clock or so as you all are approaching with Sean and Odom leading, leading the way. And we're about to during this fun loving place oh. um and yeah let me I'm going to also the group that you brought along Crenshaw oh. is now appearing down this direction. Not obvious, you know, that they aren't, but they're trailing a few blocks behind or so, but more than, more than half a dozen um, dwarves are coming along and we are about to enter the establishment. Oh, um, and just to make things nice and interesting, you will notice um, a couple of names on the tokens which you can now see so sitting there waiting for um the people whose arms and weapons they are making Um, we have ruda and sophia i don't know how this could go bad you've given your weapons and arms and now you're bringing a a barroom brawl to them Uh, very nice evening drinking, and Sean and Odom push into the door here. Everybody else sort of walking through and um, um, as the door opens, you See, actually Sophia is right there in the front with her um, lovely um, golden hair and sort of made up nice. And her, the little sides, her sideburns have um, little beads in them and everything. And she turns and looks and there is a moment of horror when she sees the town guard with TheraVal in the center of it. Everybody like celebratory coming into the rusty nail. And I don't know how TheraVal reads it, but um, Sean and Odom are just like powering forward. I think Sophia's eyes just sort of go really wide and then sort of small and... Most humans would read it as a sign of disappointment or chagrin on her face, but I, I'll leave it to you to tell me how Thereval reads it
3: um yeah, we're gonna see it, but we're gonna keep we're, we're just we're not gonna stop this wrecking ball here uh that's set in motion so uh we're just gonna we're just gonna yell actually um uh let's uh let's fuck fuck shit up and uh
4: this is a pg rated <laughs> oh, I'm
3: so sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry we,
0: we, we can we can put an
4: e and this
0: one this will be an explicit uh, um episode we i can do this i'm in power
3: and uh <laughs> and, and, and we're just gonna and like I, i'm kind of going for the shock and awe of just like having that tension uh enter for a moment and then yell like drinks on me
0: Oh, all right. I was gonna say we're rolling initiative. I'm pushing Theraval into the door, and you you say, let's let's
3: fuck, fuck shit up. up.
0: Yeah, let's fuck yeah. shit up. And Sophia is sitting there and she's looking at you, and then you go, drinks on me. Yeah. And there's a moment where it looks like all hell is gonna break loose. And then suddenly the bar the Odom is like actually passing drinks to friends who are sitting at this table here and Sharp has come in and she's actually passing drinks around and it seems maybe for a brief little moment that you've brought harmony to something that was potentially not very harmonious. Um,
2: It's like he casts calm emotions with a round of drinks.
0: Yeah, which you wouldn't think would happen, but seems to, and people are now sitting at table groups that you wouldn't necessarily have expected before. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah, they,
3: they are mixing. How about that?
4: What do you know?
3: Bridged um, um, racial
0: ties here. Yeah. Well, are know. some sort of of cross ties. So I don't know what... Um, of all, what do you do? You've got Sophia and Ruta there. Things for a moment were teetering on the edge of all-out brawl, and then drinks on me, and suddenly everybody's drinking, and I don't know where where Theraval wants to go. I want I'm going to ask yeah. Theraval and then Fence and Crenshaw, like where everybody is headed here. And maybe there's a few minutes of of play and drinking before I'm asking folks to roll initiative. And maybe I'm not asking folks to roll initiative. Theraval, what are you doing? Yeah, we're uh, greeting Sophia now. So uh,
3: ask her, hey, have you been waiting here long for me?
0: um yeah of course i we said nine o'clock but i've i've been drinking with um ruda and my friend um my friend neville neville um and neville or Neville? neville 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 yeah and um it's good a sort of strange company that
3: you brought well, you you look great, and uh, yeah, I just I just pick these guys up, you know. They're just they're friends, you know. They they need a home. They need some drinks. Poor poor orphans, you know. Uh, I I
0: appreciate your spirit. I've never and had I, a good time. Ruta time. Ruda turns to you and says, "Realize you're new in town." and one could say this is courageous or foolish what you've done but there certainly it seems to be harmony around drinks at the moment
3: you know not not all heroes wear armor and i'm going to give give her a wink um but uh yeah or or capes but uh so, some of us uh, we we're fighting the good fight with uh drinks and conversations when hearts and minds
0: <laughs> right well i i make the weapons and um it there is a certain peace that's here settling on the rusty nail at least for these few moments um let's you, go. Do you want introductions you want
3: to meet some people like there the, there's this guy yarl outside or dealmaker
0: i don't know if that's his real name uh <laughs> Or a uh, broski. Oh, um, Ruda says,
2: Dealmaker. Dealmaker came to watch this? Yeah, is that what his kids call him? Ask her what she knows about Dealmaker. This is your chance. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, what do you know about,
3: does he really go by Dealmaker? <laughs> like, this is so awkward.
0: <laughs> This guy, yeah, we call him, everyone I'll around come. town calls him Dealmaker. How come? What um, do you know about him? Well, I, I mean, I'm not deal calling Dealmaker. Deal so, he's sort of like his moniker, sort of is wearing it out there on his, on his sleeve. But I can't call um, him deal
3: maker. that's just. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he cuts deals um, for anything and everything high class, low class, Um, you need a deal made. Um, You head over to the praying mantis, you find him at his table and he takes 10, 20% of every deal, but he gets the most unusual deals come together. But folks say there's almost always a price 10%, 10%, right? Well, 10 100%. to 20%, but there are rumors that there's another price that comes that comes later that's much darker. Um most people wouldn't invite dealmaker to a party that they wanted to turn out well.
2: Find out who dealmaker is aligned with. Like yeah, brought a spy into our uh midst.
3: Yeah, who whose side is he on? Who 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 did he help last?
0: Dealmaker has helped. I don't. From my perspective, Dealmaker helps himself, but all the power seems to flow out of the new Duchess. So, hmm. is he helping her? I. We'll ask him. We'll we'll just ask. Um, Okay, I need Fence and Crenshaw's actions as well. So folks are talking. This has not turned immediately into a riot or ballroom brawl. But um, Fence, you're still outside. You seem to be next to Dealmaker. Um, I will tell you, he's come up. He like sees everybody goes in and he sort of, um, is pausing at the door, um, Fence. You've come up next to this tiefling in the fedora.
2: Um, what do you want to do? Uh, Fence asks uh, Dealmaker, and he um, he adopts a, uh, a a drunken slur, even though he's had nothing to drink. He says, uh, "What what kind of bar is this anyway?" What 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 is this place that we've been brought to? Can you tell me, please, sir? Oh, my good
0: avian friend, and he puts his arm around you. A good elf always needs to come in here, and he pushes the door open and walks in with you. All right. Uh it's like this bar is a dwarven hell hold and it is absolutely perfect for you. We should go sit right here. And his arm is like pulling you along and sets you like right around by like the center table. And he's like, two drinks, they're on theory over there. And sits down next to you. He's like, this my good feathered friend, is going to be the best night of entertainment you've had in a long time. And he started, he, he's sitting on a, like on a bar stool next to this um, table, but he puts his feet up, not on the table, but like on the bar stool next to it. And he's sitting next to you and he's like, this is going to be good. Where do you come from?
2: I, I come from the West. Vince. Uh, uh, looks to see how tall the ceilings are in this place, just out of curiosity. Um, yeah. So ceilings are about eight feet tall. Um, are there rafters, or is it just a flat roof, or what? What's going on up there?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a, a, a spiked roof, um, arched roof. Like, so it's a it's a triangle. Um, highest point runs down the middle, running north south. Um, yeah. And there are rafters. So it's only eight feet tall. I mean, most of the tenants are dwarfs, gnomes, halflings, maybe a few humans. So it's only eight foot till you hit the rafters. But then there is another probably the peak of the ceiling is 20 feet tall. So, you know, rafters at eight feet and then another 12 feet when you get to the, the center, um, the center line, which runs north, south. And are there any uh, beams
2: coming down
0: or? Uh... Yeah, so beams about every 10 feet. So you have the large rafters that are open, and then you have beams running across um, west to east every 10 feet.
2: Great, but, but no like uh, vertical I-beam sort of things. It's just the the walls of the place.
0: Well, no, it's, the yeah, so it's the walls, and then you have a beam that runs from the western wall to the eastern wall, and you have the the rafter support, and probably down the center, you have beams that run and form that, you know, that inverted T-shape. Okay. And and then you've got to have a beam running north-south, right down, probably, you know, only 10 feet five, 10 feet away from where you're sitting to the right. So it's this, the middle here, I'll draw it with the the ruler here really fast, but basically there's a beam that runs down like that through the middle
2: and then there are cross beams here. Bence is paying attention to this mostly because uh, if there's a big fight and he doesn't want to participate, not having anything in particular against uh, any of the the people in the room he may want to scramble up to the uh the rafters at some point he also uh doesn't have a melee weapon outside of a a dagger and uh he he would rather uh, watch to see what happens rather than uh seek to engage in combat with any of these uh these unsuspecting people fair enough so as you're As Dealmaker is talking and
0: you're looking, you know, not super obviously around, but you're looking around. He goes, hmm, an acrobatic bird. That is a good idea for what's about to happen. I can guarantee you. I think I might take another approach to getting out of here myself. But you are not, you might not be as drunk as you look, my good friend. And he winks at
1: you. Um, Crenshaw. Crenshaw, you'll notice, is standing right between the halfling and the door and has sort of deliberately been situating themselves between Uh the halfling and the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the halfling steps up to the door, Crenshaw says very quietly, you have rage in your eyes and murder in your heart and this is not your moment. But if you stick with me, I'll make sure you get it.
0: Uh, okay, so you, and I'm sorry, did you say this out loud
1: or in, in uh-huh. her mind? You Absolutely out loud. out loud, not directly in her mind, but out loud, since no one can hear us.
0: Oh. She turns, like, looks looks up at you. Uh, I how do you how do you know what I'm gonna do? And how do you know when how do you know this isn't my moment?
1: I know a murder about to happen you see it. I've done it enough. and I know what your moment will look like in that room with all those guards there, that's not the moment. But the time is coming and you and I have to talk more. If they kill you, we can't do that.
0: Oh, you don't think I can get out of there after doing it? I'll be out of there before they even figure out he's dead. She's, she has stopped, though, and is talking with you, which perhaps is an encouraging
1: sign. You might. But if you're the only one doing murder, then they've only got one person to look for. Wouldn't it be better to wait until there's more cover?
0: Um, As you're saying this... um you're noticing um, the angry dwarves have arrived at the door and um, she sees them too. And she's like, oh, I thought you were trying to get me to wait a long time. I like this. And she says that, and we're gonna roll initiative because, These bad boys um, egged on by Crenshaw are not even egged on, but like weirdly planted by the warlock um, are coming in and all hell is going to break loose. We need a initiative. Oh man, how is it this time? You know what, let's roll initiative. And then we gotta stop, and we will be ready to go in a couple of weeks. But I want, I want to at least roll initiative here. I
4: roll here. And meanwhile, Mouse and I are just like oh. chilling outside the house gates. <laughs> I
0: feel so bad now. I'm sorry.
4: Oh no, no it's all very Crenshaw. Tel-
1: telepathically
2: invite them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do we <even laughs> that Crenshaw can't reach them telepathically, but Janae could play the halfway.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would that could could help us out here. Um
4: sure, next time, happy to. While we're still keeping watch. And we can talk next time too about what we've noticed, if anything, because we Yeah, yeah.
0: We certainly to, we certainly need to I
4: didn't it, want to disrupt the flow of this very exciting rendezvous.
0: Yeah, here let me drop the um initiative sheet in the chat. I see Kevin is there, but everybody else can go and find it. And we will not have a mouse field mouse on this initiative sheet, nor a clarin. And oh, is this our bad twisted initiative sheet? Oh, I might have gone to the wrong one. This is the cursed one.
4: Do what? Cursed one.
0: This is the cursed one. All right, here, let me go for the uncursed one. Oh no, this is, no, this should not be. This should be the workable one. All right, use the top of it and I'll figure it out later. Um, Let's put initiative here. I need to get Oh my god, how do I roll all these people? Um sorry, Carl. Yeah, thank thank you. I I I don't know if I should blame uh, Kevin brought half the half the ball brawl ball brought ba brawl and uh, DJ brought the other half. All right. We have guards and we have um you know what? I'm gonna roll for initiative and set this all up for us next time. You all have put yourselves in anywhere from Fences 23 to Crenshaw's four. Um, Janae, do you wanna roll for um Masaki, who is the the halfling, and we'll list her over here in the neutral column.
4: Does she have any pluses that I should keep in mind? For- I-
0: Yes, give her plus four on her initiative.
4: Oh, Ooh. she did really well. I don't know how to spell her name, but she rolled a uh, twenty. Was that 20, 21 Yes. Uh yeah. twenty-one.
0: Okay. Uh Masaki. Um. And okay, I. Okay, so we will start next time in the. Rusty nail at about, I'm going to say it's probably 1015 or so at night, you know, arrived late, there was maybe 1030. You know what, no one's going to remember what time it was anyways, after this is all done. And the dwarven biker crew is about to break in
2: and the the cops are drinking in the wrong bar. Makes you wonder if everyone is a neutral and if there are no monsters from our point of view.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have out. we'll have to figure out how to do the initiative sheet. Maybe I've got to do dwarves, town guard, neutrals like Ruda and Sophia. And um, we will see what happens. Um before we stop, Janae, do you wanna just ask quickly if maybe in like five minutes anything that clarin and mouse field mouse
1: like
0: last
4: time we were there we saw that there were you know, roughly three dozen people in and out there was a lot of bribery happening the changing of the guards happened around sunset just wondering if any any such similar facts might be happening around the keep in the later hours
0: Oh, right. Yeah. So between sunset around six ish or so, and at least just to bring you up to 1030, you know, 1045 at night or so. um, Right after sunset, probably for the next two, two and a half hours things really quiet down, like traffic going into the temple, into the central keep area really drops off. The number of guards stays the same. And probably about nine o'clock or so, you start noticing, I want to say almost shadows, like going in. And I mean, like maybe even like literally shadows, like you're not seeing people, but they sort of move in. You definitely see a shadow or like dark spot on the ground. Or I mean, if you were in a dungeon, you might think, "Uh oh, this is like a shadow as a creature that I'd have to fight. The guards seem to notice and step away. And there's probably between... 830 and 1045 here, there are like five distinct shadows that go in, there's two that come individually and then really 1030 1045 there's like a group of three that seem to slide in together. Um, There's also one or two, like, other people who come in, like, later in the evening and talk with the guards or in hushed tones and then go inside.
4: Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's all good information to have. That's the main thing. Just to want to see what what we're noticing. And I'm assuming Mouse and I are kind of, like, taking shifts and breaks all around this, but I think we're gonna, again, uh, pull it all night Shift taking exercise to keep seeing what we see while everyone else um, dukes it out at the rusty nail,
0: okay. Um, I'm
4: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mouse field mouse. occasionally as you guys say, she's like, here, I'm going to run, get us some, some hot tea. And she runs and somehow in like little mouse form comes hopping back with like a thimble or maybe like an espresso size um, cup of tea. Cause it's the biggest thing she can carry. She carries it back and sets it down and splits it between the, the spider and herself. She's like, this helps us stay awake and alert. It's That's good. Adorable. We're having like
4: the opposite evening of the bark, like, <laughs> I want to say. Like, cozy with our little teas, just kind of like observing. Insect and mouse form. Insect mouse tea party, basically in a children's book. And, and meanwhile.
1: Exactly.
4: For the other half of the party is not in a children's book. Thank you. I'm sure I'll have more questions, but I, I know we, I want to be mindful of time. So we will, That this is helpful for now. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Okay, good. Um thank you all for playing. That was fun. And next time we get to start rolling um some dice for for combat. This should be good. Woo-hoo. Okay. Well, I suppose that was fun. Um, or at least we're at the beginning of a barroom brawl of SARTs. Um, you know, you, you will have to check in next time to see what happens. Um, thank you once again for listening to a House Rules Gaming Collaborative production. And I think that is it for this evening. All right, thanks for listening. Thank you.